Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hello, 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 welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it's Tuesday, which can only mean one thing, one really good thing. Our dear friend, Delena Dixon, joins us. Hey, Miss D, are you there? I am, and it's a very cold Tuesday morning <laughs> here in New York City. We were just talking about it. <laughs> well, we will warm you up for the next 20 minutes with all the hot really hot celebrity dish. Are you ready? Let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea tea time. time. I love this story at the top of the show. So Taylor Swift fans are reacting to a very awkwardly timed, some people might say it was geniusly timed, Tom Hiddleston cutaway at the People Choice Awards. Let me explain. Mm. So during a speech by the host of the awards, he introduced the Barbie movie by referencing, quote, a blonde American icon. We all thought Barbie. And then the twist was he was actually talking about Taylor Swift and saying, I was a Swifty long before I was a Ken. Everybody laughed. And what did those naughty devils do in the control room? The guys with the cameras, they did a cutaway to Tom Hiddleston, who was sitting there. And to his credit, he was laughing. Now, Swifties, Taylor's fans have different opinions about this mystery. Some of them are praising him for being a good sport. And they think the the moment is, quote, iconic. Some people are saying it was evil and they shouldn't have done that. Not only is it disrespectful to Taylor. It's also disrespectful to Tom. What was he meant to do? Look grumpy? Was he meant to laugh? What reaction do you have when people talk about your ex? Now, I know we're not all going to be on television listening to hosts talk about someone we've dated in the past, but we've all been at drinks where 
where some naughty devil, it's normally me, brings up one of your exes, Misty. Do you Ooh. giggle? Do you smile? Do you wrinkle your nose? What's the appropriate reaction? Okay, first of all, we're dealing with an actor, so he knows how to put on a face. But yes. in real life, I think you do have to have a game face when it comes to people talking about your ex. Now, depending on the friend, you can say, oh, my God, that person was, ugh, mm. and they will laugh along with you. In other cases, you just have to smile and be like, I wish them nothing but the best. <laughs> and I think that's what Tom did here. And yes, producers can be very cheeky at an award <laughs> show. They got to get you to watch. And mm-hmm. that's one way to make sure it happens. You don't want to miss a Swifty moment. <laughs> don't, don't miss the moment. I remember I was at an awards show with Jessica Simpson just after she had broken up with, with Nick Lachey. And the comedian on stage, the host, made a joke about Nick being a seat filler, really implying his career was Ooh. over now that he was no longer with Jessica. And they cut to Jessica and she didn't laugh because it was cruel. Calling Taylor Swift the original Barbie, who now is a feminist icon, that is a compliment. So he actually was Absolutely. giving Taylor a compliment, saying he was a Swifty before he was a Ken. It's very funny. It's adorable. It's easy to laugh at. But when somebody says something bad about an ex, even if you agree with it, what do you do? I have two different responses here, Miss Dear. For my inner circle, of which you were part of, the, the five, the ten friends that I tell the truth to, I'd wrinkle my nose or I'd roll my eyes. I try not to badmouth people, but I definitely would be like, mm-hmm. But for everybody else, I would just giggle or smile or say nothing. Actually, what I might do is just remain neutral, give no emotion at all. Mister, you're like a vault. You, even with your closest friends, you can sometimes keep a secret. Oh, yes. I can keep secrets to the grave and beyond. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, this was, like you said, it was lighthearted. I mean, I'm not sure why they cut to Tom. He's not one of her most known exes. (laughs) So... It might have people might have not even gotten it. You know, ah, if you're not a Swifty fan, just, you might have been like, "What's the connection?" Right. So right. I, I think it maybe if it had been somebody else that we all know, it would have been more effective. But we're talking about it, and that's what they wanted. That's what they so, want. They're really yeah. clever. We've worked on TV shows, Misty, and the producers, the director, the camera people. They know how to get the best shot. They know how to get a reaction. I'm sure. The camera person wasn't just accidentally standing in front of Tom. They knew the script. They've read the script. The joke was in the script. It was in the teleprompter. It was not an ad-libbed joke. It was planned. And so I'm pretty sure when they did a rehearsal for the show, Tom wouldn't have been at the rehearsals. But when they did a rehearsals for the show, they would have said, see that seat there? That's where Tom's going to be sitting. So make sure, camera person, that you are standing by that seat. Oh, it's the tricks of television. I sort of love it, but at the same time, I can understand why some of you might think it's wrong, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Taylor Swift fans are reacting to what some people are saying, the awkwardly timed moment when they cut to Tom Hiddleston, when a joke, a funny joke, an actually quite flattering joke, was made about Taylor Swift from the stage. My question is, is this right 
or is it wrong to cut to an X? <gasps> Should you be bringing up X's? Should、mm. you do it? Okay, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Misty, what are you working on? Well, let's move to another award ceremony, the BAFTAs.、Mm. Now, Friends fans are very saddened that Matthew Perry wasn't included in the Film Awards in Memoriam segment, which aired on Sunday.、Mm. Now, if you remember, Matthew, he passed away last October. He was 54 years old. He's really known for playing Chandler Bing、mm. on the iconic TV series, but he also appeared in 17. He also appeared in several films. He was in Seventeen Again and The Whole Nine Yards. Now, the, the decision for the BAFTA not to include him in the In Memoriam segment has really left fans just, like I said, disappointed and sad because they felt he should have been recognized for his contributions to the film industry. But BAFTA insiders are saying that. Matthew wasn't primarily known as a film star, and that is why they decided to leave him out of the segment. Rob, this is the British Academy Film Awards. Tell me what is going on here. Yeah, the Brits are not that outraged about this. They don't think he should have been in the segment. It really was for movie stars. It was for people who worked in in the movies, not just people on camera but behind the camera. And each year, it's a fact of life. Lots and lots of people pass away, and you have to make、mm-hmm. a Decision: How many you're going to include? Because if you included everybody, the award show would go on for ten hours. And so they're arguing that Matthew was primarily a TV actor here in America, an extraordinary、mm. one. They think he's super, super talented, but he wasn't really a film actor. He had done a few films, but they were really going to honour him because of his celebrity. Let's be honest here; it wasn't his body of work. So if we start going down that route, where we just include people who are famous, what happens to the camera? People. What happens to the director? What happens to the publicist? What happens to the agents? There are so many people that are involved in film that we never ever see, we never hear about, and we never complain when they're not included in this segment.、Mm. So I think it's a balance here. I can see it both ways. The fans are are upset because they love him, and I love that about these fans. They are so dedicated to Matthew. But I think not being included in a film award isn't going to change his. Legacy. He will always be Chandler. Will always have friends. I I understand it, but I got to admit here, Mister, maybe a little controversial here. I'm actually not that surprised if I was making the list, and the choice was to include somebody who was not famous but had made 50 films, or to include an accountant, or include somebody that worked in the PR office of all these movies, and not include Matthew. I think I'm going to go. For the person with the biggest resume, not the person that's the biggest star. I get it. We love our celebrities, but they already have so so much. Don't worry, Matthew's legacy will be fine. Okay, moving along. Prince Harry has confirmed that he plans a lot more visits to the UK to see his family. I love this. So Harry's revealed、mm-hmm. that he has lots more trips planned to visit the family in the UK, indicating a willingness to see them much more often. He's Not seen them in a while. Recently, he shot over the pond to see King Charles, his dad, upon a hearing about his cancer diagnosis, and he expressed.
expressed his love for the family. Now he is revealing he does plan to make a lot more trips. So he has a lot of trips upcoming. Maybe not necessarily to England. Some of them might be to Europe, but on the way he can stop off. So I think this is a good priority, Harry. I think it's a a good sign. Seeing your dad seemed to go very well. Maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, on an upcoming trip, you can see your brother because that's the key. That's the foundation to mending this family. It's William, it is mm-hmm. Harry, and it is Charles. There are other people involved. I get it. Megan, Kate, Camilla, very important people. However, I think the inner circle is the three of them. And if the three of them can get together and find some sort of peace, compromise, Misty, I think the whole family has a better shot of reuniting. What do you think? Well, I definitely agree. We have to remember that these men lost their mother at a young age, and suddenly they never got a chance to say goodbye, to tell her how much they love her, though I am 100% certain she knew and she knows. So they don't, you know, Harry doesn't want that to happen with his father. Now, King Charles, I hope, is going nowhere anytime soon, but you want to have that relationship and say all the things that you need to say. And yes, let's hope this opens the door for brothers. We have to remember, they're just like us. Hmm. There are family members that we don't get along with. But this one is so public. I really hope that him, Harry talking to his father, allows you know, maybe William will be in the castle while he's there. <laughs> and they'll bump into each other in one of the long hallways. And they'll be like, bro, bro and they can finally have that conversation so fingers crossed fingers crossed fingers crossed okay this story mister it's fascinating so after the BAFTA awards which are the British Oscars Oppenheimer won pretty much everything and now so many people are asking me what does this mean for the Oscars mister you have two surprises where the the results the winners might be a little different so Oppenheimer won for best film. Emma Stone won for Best Actress oh. for her portrayal in Poor Things. So it really positions both of these projects as strong contenders for the Oscars. But it's important to note that the BAFTAs do not necessarily predict the outcome of the Oscars. That's usually gone to the Golden Globes. However, this international voting category is becoming bigger and bigger and gaining more significance. So the Oscars may still differ from the BAFTAs in the categories of Best Actor and Best Actress, though. Paul Giamatti is considered to have the edge among the Oscar voters for Best Actor, while Lily Gladstone is believed to be the frontrunner for Best Actress. Um, I'd like to throw my two cents in Mm -hmm. for the Oscars for Jeffrey Wright. He was so (laughs) amazing in American fiction. And I think that would be a really big statement for the Oscars, speaking about the film industry and black America. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, you're you're, you're right. I think it's going to be Killiam Murphy from Oppenheimer, but I like it. I enjoy the award shows more when we go into them not knowing who's going to win. Some years when it's a blowout, when we know who's going to win, they're less exciting. And so I think this could be a really, really exciting Oscars just a few weeks away. Okay, quickly before we go to break, big changes over at CNN. The CNN hosts, the big stars over there, the Anderson Coopers, the, the Jake Tappers, all these big stars, Chris Wallace, are very 
worried that the new boss might want to cut their wages. Ooh. So there's going to be significant changes at CNN under the new leadership, Mr. Mark Thompson. He's the new boss over there. He used to run the BBC. I've known of him for a long time Ooh. because he was in Britain for, for, for a long, long time. And he made massive cuts over at the BBC. And he sort of made them lean and mean, but he was not shy about slashing budgets. Now there's a new report in the wrap that they're going to cut the talent budget, that's what the hosts make, by around $50 million. How are they going to get to $50 million? Let me explain. Anderson Cooper alone earns $20 million a year. Jake Tapper earns 8.5. Chris Wallace (laughs) earns 8. These are massive, massive salaries, but the one that sticks out the most is Anderson Cooper. $20 million a year and the ratings are not very good. Now, if Anderson had the number one show on TV, they would pay whatever he wants. Rachel Maddow actually earns more. Rachel earns $30 million a year Ooh. and she only does one day a week, but the one day she does, she gets the numbers. Big, big numbers. Anderson is not doing that, which... Might mean he might not be at CNN for much longer. Okay, we're going to be around for a lot longer, but we have to take this quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Hey, Misty, let's get to the polls. Last show, we talked about Kelly Rowland, who insiders are revealing felt ambushed, ambushed by the producers of the Today Show. So it was not about the dressing room. Her friends are arguing. She has been to the Today Show a hundred times. She knew the dressing rooms. It was not about being a diva. And we've known Kelly Rowland a long time. We've been reporting on her for decades. I've not heard diva stories about her. If it was Mariah Carey, I'd believe it. But Kelly Rowland, I don't know. There's something a little off on this story. So insiders are saying it was not about the dressing room, but rather about feeling ambushed because producers, people on the show wanted her to talk about Beyonce. She said, no, that's my friend. I'm not talking about Beyonce. And that's why she left. A question to you is, are you buying it? Are you buying that she felt ambushed or do you think it was the dressing rooms? Why did she walk out on the show? Let's have a look. Ooh, 80% of you are buying it. You said it's about Beyonce. She doesn't want to betray her sister, her best friend. I think I'm with you. Where are you, Miss D? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, she wants to promote her upcoming movie, Mia Culpa, you know, on Netflix, Tyler Perry, happening this Friday. And then to have to talk about another person in her life. It just doesn't make sense for her own career and stepping out in her own limelight. And of course, we protect our friends. Mm -hmm. We don't want to talk about them. Now, if she did say something about Beyonce, she could have taken your advice and said only nice Nice things. But again, you're there to host or co-host. It should be really about you. It's sort of insulting, isn't it? When I go out for drinks for dinner, so many of my friends ask me about you, Misty, and I love talking about how great you are, but then we move on. But with Beyonce, that's all they want to talk about, and Kelly must feel so diminished. I was like, you booked me, not Beyonce, and I don't want to sit here for the next 10 minutes talking about Beyonce. It's my moment. I'm on the show. So I do get it, and I am with you on this one, Naughties. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now... 
It's time for our nicest, nicest. of the day. Well, our nicest of the day is Prince William because he has announced plans to build 24 new homes for people experiencing housing difficulties on Cornwall Estate. So now this fulfills a commitment he made last year as part of his Homewards project, which aims to address the issue of homeless insecurity. Now the homes will be built in Nasla Land, Newquay, with a projected cost of nearly four million. <laughs> and you can tell us how much that is in pounds, <laughs> Mr. Shooter. Now construction will begin in September and the first home should be completed by next fall. I love it. Very exciting yeah, and very put your wonderful. Money where your mouth is and congratulations, Misty, on your perfect pronunciation of all those very, very odd little British towns. Okay, now, uh, notice the day, naughty, naughty, naughty. Travis Kelsey is our notice of the day. So he won the People's Choice Awards Athlete of the Year, but he had some really controversial comments about his nomination. He called it, quote, effing nonsense. He did not turn up. He didn't get the award. Travis, you are now in a different league level of fame mm-hmm. calling people who want to honor you effing nonsense maybe not the smartest thing to do rather may i suggest you be gracious you turn up you say thank you that's the way taylor would handle it okay let's end Ooh. with a moment of rob you get a rob you get a rob you get a rob happiness is a perfume you cannot pour it on others without getting a huge rubs on yourself pour that happiness today over your friends over strangers over people that you love over people that you don't love and maybe in fact i absolutely guarantee you a few drops are gonna rub off on you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Happiness as a perfume. Yes. Let's bottle it. Let's sell it. Let's make Cooper <laughs> Anderson's $20 million. <laughs> You're a bottle of perfume, the little happy devil. Thank you so much for joining us today, Misty. And thank you, Nortees, for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Misty show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really do help. I'm reading them and they're so kind. And even the cheeky Aww, ones. I don't are. mind them, Misty. We want to learn. We want to grow. If we talk too yes. much about JLo, let us know. If we don't talk enough about your favourite celebrity, let us know that too. What do you like mm-hmm. about the show? What do you not like about the show? I want to know all your comments because you are the show. Without you, there is no naughty but nice. Okay, let's end with our sign-off. Are you ready, everybody, to sing along? Remember... If you're going, if you're to, going be naughty, to be naughty, you gotta be. You gotta be nice. Nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. Bye bye. It's naughty but nice. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.